cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence, and it's not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast or Twitter at Cult Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Marie Bella. Welcome. Whoa. What was that voice? <laughs> it was yours. It was all mine. I'm still going through puberty, so <laughs> there might be some cracking. I'm might sorry. be some cracking. Yeah. So, as you guys know, we don't always cover cults. I say that like we've not covered cults before. We really only have not covered a cult one other time, and that was with R. Kelly. And in a way, you could definitely argue that it had cult-like stuff. Right. Just like this one. Just like this one. This one is not technically a cult, but it has very cult-like attributes, if you will. Mm -hmm. And there are several people that follow this one specific figure, and they have ideas that they have formed around it, and they are acting on behalf of of the figure and what they think would please him. I mean, when you think about it, we have, like, certain benchmarks that you and I look at to determine whether or not something is is a cult. And one of them is, you know, aligning behind uh, one figure that has unconventional beliefs. Another one is active recruitment, Mm -hmm. um, physical or monetary sacrifices to be a part of the cult. In this case, physical. Physical. I think it fits three to four of the five things that we normally look at. So that's why I was like, yeah, do it. It's a bit of a stretch, but it's not... Whatever, it's still fucking cool, and I think it's interesting, and I think that people <laughs> right. are going to like it. So, there we go. without further ado, let me introduce to you Slenderman. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I'm very behind on life as far as, like, <laughs> well, most things, but one of the things was this whole Slenderman thing. I didn't understand what it was. I remember when the story first came out, I... I mean, I, I have not been in high school or anything for a long time, and I'm not a huge Reddit person. Right. I did not know that Slenderman had gotten so big. Like, I had heard of Slenderman before. Yeah, I didn't no realize clue. it was that thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really big on Reddit. Um, I don't really know how it works. I mean, I get how it works, but it's not something I've ever really been on a lot. And I certainly didn't know what Creepypasta was. I I was slightly more familiar with Creepypasta. Um like I was really co- familiar with the rake is is another one that's kind okay. of slender. It do- he doesn't have a following like Slenderman. That is something unique to Slenderman. Yeah, Slenderman has quite a following. Yeah. Um. And so for those of you who are like me and didn't really know what creepypasta was, um, there's a website creepypasta dot. I've only read them on Reddit. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that there is a separate. There is website a separate for website now, for yeah. for it, and um, basically it's. It's fiction that people write, and it's supposed to scare you, um, hence the name Creepy. It got it from copy-paste, right? That's where Creepypasta... I think so, yeah. The the name itself came from, because you're copy-pasting pieces of information that um, you might find intriguing or scary or what have you, and creating stories out of it. And it's all fiction, and it's meant to seem real. And I did read a couple... 
uh, creepy pastas that had nothing to do with Slenderman. Because then once I went down this rabbit hole, I just kept going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there. Oh, and there's so many. Like last podcast on the left occasionally does a whole episode of just creepy pastas. Yeah, because there's so many. There's so many, so so many. So if you're interested, they have many, many of those episodes stored up where you can go listen to some creepy pastas. Yeah, they do. And creepy pastas are good. If I mean, I've always liked scary stories. I like horror movies. Yeah. I like things like that. So um, I was reading this one about text messages from this guy's deceased girlfriend or not text messages, Facebook messages. And he's like screenshotting how he's getting messages from her on Facebook and it's creepy and it, whatever it actually was creepy. Um, And it's just interesting. I don't know. Have you ever, well, you don't, you don't love Facebook. I don't even have, I have, (laughs) we barely have Facebook. (laughs) I mean, some people have figured out I have a Facebook solely so I can post on cult podcast. <laughs> For the cult stuff. I, if that Facebook account did not exist before this podcast. <laughs> you had to make one. It I was really one. funny. <laughs> I had to make one and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, on Facebook, if you read through the news feed, there's like a couple companies that do like text stories where it's oh, almost like yes. you're reading someone else's text exchange. I, I get suckered in every goddamn time. I'm yes. just like... Like what's what's the baby saying? What is it means disease in Polish? Like how did it? Why is this? Yeah, I'm the person that they get every time. Well, I think those are interesting. And my hero is the person in the comments who's like, "It's this." Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. that is my favorite person. Oh, yeah. Well, so that you would quite enjoy this story then. Yes, uh, that was on there. But again, that has nothing to do with Slenderman. There are several stories, several creepy pastas about Slenderman, and um. Just to give you a little bit of a background on who Slenderman is. Slenderman was born on June 8th, 2009, (laughs) fathered by Eric Knudsen. He was a forum user on the website Something Awful, which um, also has a lot of that same stuff. Something Awful is some OG internet. It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Something Awful has been around forever. For a really long time. Yeah. And basically how Slenderman was born is there, uh, there was a user who did a Photoshop contest and it was like, Hey, let's, let's create crazy photos that maybe could one day someone might think they're real. Yeah. Well, and I've seen the original Slenderman photo. Yeah. It is unnerving because yeah. it looks very real. It's super creepy. Yeah. 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 And Slenderman is described. He's very tall and very slender. Obviously he's in a black suit um, with a black tie. He has no face. It's just blank. Mm-hmm. and long, creepy tentacles that come out from his back. Well, and he's sometimes pictured with tentacles, sometimes with sometimes just long, long arms. Yeah. yeah, sometimes just super long arms. Yeah. Sometimes tentacles, sometimes arms. And his his whole thing that he likes to do is um, stalk and kidnap uh, and murder children in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's perfect fodder for a horror film. I'm amazed yes. that there has not been a Slenderman horror film. There's a lot of people that make um, their own little independent films about it. I've seen it. some of the YouTube ones, yeah. yeah. But there's not, like, a major motion picture. That I mean, because that's what... And it's probably an issue of getting the rights I'm to sure it. I'm it sure But it's one of those things where I'm like, this... All of this has the perfect, like, this is it, but with, it's like... A, that's what they talk about. It's exactly like it. Yeah, it's but, it's it, but with a suit. Right. Instead of a clown mm-hmm. and a god turtle. And uh, most of the stories are, they kind of have an open-ended ending. They don't necessarily tell you what he does with the kids once he gets them. Ooh. Yeah. So there's a lot of... Um, 
opportunity for the reader to kind of insert their own fears. Same with him not really having a face. Right. The the reader or the whoever's looking at it can kind of whatever they fear the most put onto that, and it makes it even scarier. So it's kind of right. like a tailored. I, I mean, so it's very experience. very much like it essentially. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. So that's also it lends itself a lot to slash fiction. Yes, which I think is my favorite kind of Slenderman. It's pretty great. <laughs> like there was one where it was like she took me into Slenderman's office. I was like, why does he have an office? Right. Like, <laughs> like what clerical work is Slenderman doing? What administrative tasks does this man have? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta catch up on my correspondence before I right. go kidnap and murder children. <laughs> like, what is it? Does does he have mail to go out? Like, mail? Like, why? Right. An, an office. An office. And how many emails does he respond with? Sorry for the delay, but... Right. Well, and I'm, I'm like, if all you're doing is kidnapping and killing children and right. torturing children, couldn't that office be part of your bedroom? Like, he has a separate yeah. room. Separate room. Just, hey, you know what? We all have bills. Like, you and I don't even have offices. <laughs> And That's we true. have multiple jobs. That's true. Jobs. We've been looking <laughs> at offices for cult podcasts. for cult podcasts. Could not afford them. No. Slenderman has his own office. Yeah. A private a office. A private office. He What's, doesn't have a job. Was that like a, like 500 bucks a week? You know, I don't know, but that suit is nice. It looks like Tom Ford. Was <laughs> <laughs> he only killing rich children? <laughs> His business model is questionable. At best. <laughs> at best. <laughs> yeah. The offices we were looking at, by the way, were more like closets and murderers' homes. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I, it got to a point where I was like, what if we just went on Craigslist? Like, how much would it cost for us to rent a room, a room? on Craigslist? I looked. Or to just, like, message people on Craigslist and be like, yo, you got a walk-in closet you're not using? Right. Can we record in there? <laughs> right. But I just, I here's the thing. I don't want to die. Yeah. No. I mean, so not dying is my number one. It's a goal. Yeah. A goal that I have. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, <laughs> the original <laughs> Slenderman photo just showed him out of focus next to a tree. Uh, had the following caption. One of the two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library Blaze. Notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slenderman. Deformities cited as filmed effects by officials. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. Written by 1986 photographer Mary Thomas, missing since June 13th, 1986. Mm-hmm. So that was the caption. And, and obviously, it's his a fake photo caption. Won. Yeah, it's not real. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, this photo won the contest. That's a very cool. I mean, that's, that's an instant backstory. Oh, yeah. 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 So he deserved to win. Good he job. Sure did. Another thing Slenderman likes to do is fuck with your electronics and sneak around in your bedroom at night. Oh, thanks, So he's like a shitty roommate. (laughs) Basically. Who turned off my alarm? Slenderman. (laughs) Did you drink my yogurt again? (laughs) Do I have to start putting my name on things? Did I just say drink yogurt? I think in my brain I was like, drink milk, eat yogurt. A new drinking game for our show, by the way, could be anytime (laughs) we bring up yogurt. (laughs) Anytime we bring up yogurt, take a shot. (laughs) Take a shot. So I think I kind of already said this, but maybe not. In a lot of the creepypastas for Slenderman, they don't really depict too much gore or violence. Everything is pretty open-ended. It's inferred, basically. It's inferred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of scarier if you think about it. That's true. I mean, because it, it could be, you know, something really t- 
terribly, mind-bendingly awful, or it could be Slenderman taking you over his knee in his office and having his way with you. Yeah. The, I bet there is Slenderman, like, oh, no, erotica. There legitimately is, because one of the creepypasta episodes last podcast did, they only did Slenderman erotica. Oh and that was the one where I found out he had an office. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. is that what... Slasher means, like, <laughs> horror with sex? No, okay, so... Because sl- I took that as straight horror. No, sla- like, slasher films would be horror. Slash fiction would be erotica. God, Online. I need to get my genres <laughs> in check. I only know because uh, Stephanie Sorrells... What up, Steph? Oh, she's so... How is she doing? She's doing good. I love her. I think I she's think, so cool. I haven't seen her recently, but I'm assuming she's she doing so good. She's so nice. Um, so she was my neighbor in the sorority house and she used to write non-slash fiction. Like she was super into fan fiction, yeah, but not necessarily the erotic kind. Okay. And so she had like these like multiple chapters long fan fictions of other people. And I was just like, why don't you write it a book? Like, yeah. This is so good. For sure. Please, Stephanie, please write a book. Write a book, Steph. Good Lord, write a book. Um, but it, she didn't like slash fiction. Like, that was the thing where she was okay. like, well, I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I found out one of uh, one of my friends was writing erotica under a pen name. I have written erotica and under it was a like pen very name. Good. I don't even know. I'm not. I don't think mine's good. It might be terrible. <laughs> I, I did it. I wrote a whole book, like a full-blown really? novel. I've never, like, I sent it in to have it published and it, it didn't work out. And I now it just sits in my house. <laughs> I want to read it. I feel yeah, like totally. I would not know what to say. I'd be like, come hither. <laughs> You'd be like, so Paige, this came out of your head. Um, <laughs> have you talked to somebody? <laughs> Please talk to somebody. <laughs> In my defense, it was, it was like the last six months before I started doing stand-up comedy and I was very lonely in my studio apartment. Okay. <laughs> and then, and your brain hey, you just don't wanders. need a reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I I settled on I needed a creative outlet. Sure. And that's what happened. And that's what came out of it. And I let a couple people read it and they all want a sequel. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, like kind of time. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Well, it must be pretty good then. No, I think it was just hilariously bad. And they were just like Like my dad wrote a porno. It's better than my dad wrote a porno. I love my dad wrote a porno. I do love my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> Shouting out all the, all the podcasts, podcasts today. But you better listen to ours. Casper Mattress and Squarespace. <laughs> and Squarespace and Blue Apron. And, and what was the um, Nature Box? Oh, yeah. Nature Box for snacks. Me Undies. Me Undies. Uh, what's that? Um, shit. There's a sheet company now. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, and Boulder, Boulder Bold. brand? No. No. Something brand sheets. Bold is in there somewhere. It's somewhere. The only reason I know that one is because it's on RuPaul's podcast. Okay. Yeah. It's on Anna Ferris's podcast. Really? Yeah. Okay. I actually went to a business that was advertised on a podcast yesterday. It's How the first it? time I've ever done that. Great California burritos. What up, Don Carlos Tacos in La Jolla, oh. California? Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyway, back to why we're talking about Slender Man Correct. in the first place. And erotica and, <laughs> and erotica. everything. <laughs> um, I may cut out like later that I wrote an erotica. <laughs> like, I don't need people on the boards being like, we, we want to see, see it. That It would be very disappointing. It's, it's like sexier Twilight. Not really. 
but no, I think that would be great. Yeah, it's vampire-y. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like vampires and true crime. This is what that's happens when Paige is left alone. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when Paige doesn't have friends? Oh. Yeah. You have friends. I do now. You have a fuck ton of friends. I do now, and notice that now I'm not writing erotic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Choices. Well. Or maybe you'd have even more. I think did. I would just have different friends. Because <laughs> see, now most of my friends are comics, and they would love nothing better than to read it out loud and be like, "Oh, yeah, his manhood." You say, his manhood, <laughs> you say. <laughs> oh, "Oh God, funny you brought that up." <laughs> um. So why we're talking about Slenderman? There are several cases of crime linked to Slenderman. Mm-hmm. And I say linked. It, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, like, because, well, except for the one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you can say because for because that one. Because of Slenderman, they killed people or tried to. But there, there are some cases here where I it's linked. The, the not, not the Waukesha, Wisconsin murders. Those are or not murders, attempted murder. That was, and singular at that, that was (laughs) very much because of Slenderman. The other ones, the people who committed the acts were very into Slenderman, but I always think that's tough because I'm really into gangster rap. Me too. I am not a gangster. Yeah. I don't commit acts of violence and then have people say like, well, she listens to a lot of gangster rap. You know what I'm saying? Like there's. Right, right. Sometimes I think people draw from people's interests and think that it plays a much larger role in why they do the things they do. Yes, I would agree with you. But I will leave that up to you to decide for these. I would say this is different from, like, when you're in Scientology, there are people around you actively manipulating you and trying to make you do things for Scientology. Yes. There is not a governing body of Slender Man being like, by the way, in order to be an acolyte, you got to, like, put Kill marshmallows people. up your business. like <laughs> Or that. Or whatever. <laughs> I, I, the only reason I bring that up is because there seems to be such a wide range of differing things yes. that Slender Man would quote-unquote enjoy. <laughs> I know. It's the different creepypastas I read about Slender Man. It's Slender Man. There is no two Slender Man. Right. They're the same. Right. Slender Man is different to so many people. And that's part of the appeal, I think, again, with the like no because face faces. and the, all that. Well, and that's kind of anytime we run into a cult that doesn't seem to have like concrete beliefs where it's like, it's whatever you make it. That is dangerous. That's so almost like. Right. More dangerous in some ways. Right. Because you never know what that person's going to make it. Like, exactly. Is that person Charles Manson? Right. <laughs> like, what are they going to make right. it? Yeah. Right. Is that person Luca Magnata? Like, oh, don't give people scariest. that leeway. Oh, God. Luca Magnata gives me the chills just thinking about him. Somebody on one of the true crime uh, groups was like, who would you rather spend a week with, Luca Magnata or Elliot Roger, the... Isla Vista shooter. Oh. And I was like, Luca Magnata, that other kid is whiny as hell. <laughs> and I, but I was like the only one. <laughs> All I have to do with Luca Magnata is tell him how beautiful he is. I, here's the crazy, I'm a horrible person. I, I, had he not killed people, would be fascinated by his insanity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be the person sitting across the table being like, tell me more about what you think you should change about your face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If he hadn't killed people and like microwaved kittens. 
Oh, God, I forgot about the kittens. The God kittens part is the worst. I mean... No, the people is the, the worst. People's really. worst. <laughs> the people's the worst. Kittens are the second worst. Yeah, oh, fine. <laughs> fine. Well, and I, I say people, it's person. Yeah, the person. person is the worst. It is. Kittens are a close second, though. It's very close. I hate, like, ah, I can't with, okay, an American Psycho, when he tries to shove the kitten into the ATM, oh. I cannot handle that scene. Oh. But when he's, like, slashing up everyone else, <laughs> I'm fine. You're like, this soundtrack is great. <laughs> Also, make sure you double tap Jared Leto so we don't have to sit through his performance as the Joker. <laughs> yeah, so you know, <laughs> right? I don't know what that says about me, but just kidding. I love people. I don't think they should be murdered. Anyway, or kittens, or kittens. Moving on, let's talk about the Waukesha, Wisconsin murders. Yes, I spelled Waukesha phonetically. Oh, so that you could so that out. I would say it correctly and okay. not get any. It is Wisconsin. It's all like Native American names for the most part. Yeah. So it's hard. Yeah. Um, Anissa, Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser are both 12 years old. Okay. And um, they lure their friend who, her name is Peyton, and she was best friends with Morgan. They lured her into the woods and stabbed her. Megan stabbed her 19 times. Good Lord. She lived. Thank God. That well, is, yeah. I amazing. mean, thank God she lived. But I'm just wondering where these nerds got that kind of energy. Like 19 times is a lot. That's a workout. It um, is. This is terrible. I'm only being that glib because she lived. This is terrible. <laughs> it is. Um, and it was really sad when they asked her who attacked her. She said, "My best friend." Oh, which is the saddest. Oh, poor thing. I know. So the girls, when they were interviewed, they both said that they planned to walk to Slenderman's mansion um, after the stabbing. And they did the stabbing to gain his favor. To become proxies. To become proxies. Exactly. So they were going to be real disappointed later when they realized that mansion was not actually there. Right. (laughs) Literally none of that is real. Oops. Um, watching their interviews, I watched the documentary, um, it's called Beware the Slender Man uh-huh. and what <clears throat> it's an HBO documentary and watching the little girls, Anissa and Morgan, their interviews, it's chilling. It's yeah. bizarre. And to hear their parents talk about them as well. It's, it's really interesting. Both of the girls suffer from mental health issues. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, undoubtedly. Yeah. And, and this is. I don't know if it's a, it's Anissa. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, but I keep reading it and seeing it as Anissa. But feel Anissa, free to not email us about. It. <laughs> yeah, feel free to not tell me. Um, I'll live without knowing. A lot of this case you will find deals with mental health issues, and yeah. it's pretty clear when you watch the interviews that these little girls do suffer and struggle with mental health issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, clearly. Morgan's father actually has schizophrenia. Right. And um, he's very high functioning. Right. So he's able to tell the difference between what is real, what is not real. Um, She, unfortunately, she's still young and they probably miss some of the signs. Right. Um, So she doesn't necessarily have those tools yet. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And and as a kid, kids play make, make believe they play fantasy scenarios. It'd be really hard to, notice necessarily until she got to be like 12 where you're like hey uh maybe these things aren't real right you know right yeah um 
And her mom actually, it's interesting because Morgan doesn't necessarily show a lot of empathy or sympathy during the trial and during her interview. Her mom talks a little bit about that. Um, I'll get to that in just a second. But she's the one who's got kind of like the stringy hair and the glasses. Yeah, she has the long, like blonde, yeah, 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 blondish yeah. hair. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. One of the cutest little girls ever. They yeah. showed all these home videos, and she was adorable. It's so it's seeing those home videos is always really heartbreaking. You see them yeah. as a child, and then it's like you know what happens later, and you're like, God, what happened? Well, that's been kind of interesting, is because I was on a couple podcasts a couple weeks ago. By the time this airs, and um talking about R. Kelly, and mm-hmm. once people figured out that he had been molested as a child, everyone's outlook changed. Right. And I'm like, well, it doesn't absolve him. But, no. But I understand but, that yeah. you feel empathy, and that is very sad. That's yeah, because you're not a sociopath. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Morgan's interview with the detective was really interesting. Um, she was afraid of, she said, I was afraid of what would happen if we didn't do this. Okay. Um. She thought that Slender Man would kill her and her entire family if they didn't stab Peyton. Jeez. Which is so sad. What do you think? I mean, you've done a bulk of research. Um, what do you think the chances are that she is telling the truth in that regard? Um, well, given her father's history right. with mental illness and then seeing... It's really hard. You know, I'm not a professional. No, it's no, so totally. Hard to know. Like, at first I thought... She's not, she doesn't seem too upset about it. She right. doesn't seem, seem too sympathetic. I think she's kind of full of shit and okay. she's just trying to get out of trouble. Right. But there's something very disturbed at the same time where in watching her that you're, it, you're like, I maybe think it's she real. might, yeah. I think she might believe it. Maybe it's real to her. To her. Gotcha. Um, and I really flip flopped a lot watching the two. At first I thought Anissa was, Anissa was kind of the leader. Okay. Um, or first, no, actually I thought it was Morgan. Okay. Then I thought it was Anissa because she's the one who introduced Morgan to Slenderman. Okay. Um, and she also really believes it. Really? Yeah. Like really believes it. She huh. thought that if they killed Peyton, they would become proxies right. for Slenderman and win his favor. Okay. Um, and like bringing him dinner, basically. Basically. And they thought they, after they tried to kill Peyton, they marched off into the woods to go find his mansion. Wow. So they did yeah. go looking for it. Oh, they went looking for him. Wow. They didn't get too far. So, I mean, that to, I mean, so it's a shared psychosis, which is interesting. It is. It's a shared hallucination, too. Wow. Or delusion, I guess. I, shared del- delusion. Delusion. They didn't probably. see him, so shared right. delusion. Yeah. Um. One thing I thought was interesting that Morgan's mom said is that um, she never she never cared what anyone thought about her, which is good um, to an extent. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's good in a self esteem right. way. It is bad in a Re- like societal relations no way. Consequences or yes. Way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Um, she said that one thing that struck her as odd um, is. She noticed as a little girl, Morgan didn't react to things the way normal little girls would. Okay. So she talks about a time that they were watching Bambi and um, Morgan's mom was really concerned about 
the time, the point in the film when Bambi's mom gets shot. Right. Yeah. I mean, I sobbed as a child. Oh my God. This is the worst. It's devastating. Also, I, I blame Disney for my fear of dying during childbirth because what is it about <laughs> Disney that literally all of the moms are dead and they always like die giving birth or whatever. I think it's more a, I mean, most of them are going to be based on older fairy tales. Right. From a time when women died Always during died childbirth during all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Disney killing moms is like a tough thing. It's, yeah. Well, it's also a consistent thing. It happens consistent a lot. in every Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that being said, when the mom gets shot, uh, I guess Morgan just yelled, run, Bambi, save yourself, run. She wasn't, <laughs> oh yeah, she wasn't like, oh no, what happened to his mommy? Like, I mean, what, uh, that's a rough one. It is. Because I, I do understand her concern. I, sure. I get it. That is Fight or flight. <laughs> fight or flight. But I also, I don't think Morgan's response is 100% wrong. Like, it's not, it's not exactly right. Yeah, but little girls are tied to their mom's hips. Right. Children, like, yeah. generally speaking. Right. Little kids are terrified to leave yeah. their parents' side. I mean, if if I had seen that, like if I was babysitting mm-hmm. and I saw that, my first thought would be that she does not understand death. True. Yeah. As opposed to she doesn't care about death. That's true. Now, compounded with other things, then yes, I would probably be like, oh, right. Oh, we got a future dauber here. <laughs> Throw this one out. <laughs> um, but it was enough to concern her mom. So right. I'm assuming there were other factors. There must have like been other saying. signs, yeah. Because um, she said, we can think of a lot of examples where she hasn't reacted the way other little girls would. How did she do during that baby of mine song in Dumbo? Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my parents bought that movie right if they brought me back from the hospital. I was like, what are you thinking? Oh, God. They just, I guess, like, sat there and sobbed. I was like, yeah, that movie is devastating. It's so sad. It's like, you never want to go to the circus again. <laughs> oh, God, no. Well, I don't think they're, aren't they getting rid of, like, most animals in the circus now? Most circuses are closing now. That's yeah. what I thought, yeah. Most yeah. Um, so she knew that Morgan was interested in Slender Man, but she didn't really see the harm because she didn't think she well, didn't yeah, see she how she were... could possibly think it was real. Yes, she thought she's like, well, it's a story. Was it? Right. It's like Harry Potter. Yeah, or like I used to read Goosebumps. Right. My mom didn't child. let us read Goosebumps because of demonic possession, but we did get right. to read Harry Potter. So, well, a lot of parents wouldn't let their kids read Harry Potter because of demonic possession too. That is completely true. My mom, the school we went to. Um, Banned, banned it, it yeah. for a while and my mom was like well I'm gonna freaking read this thing for myself and then read it and like handed it to me was like you're gonna love this oh yeah but I was I mean 13 or 14 at the time I was older yeah and so I think that probably was a little bit different my mom's like Paige is gonna love this weird magic shit and right. like knew it was fake I don't know that I would hand it to like a seven-year-old uh confession yeah. Never read Harry Potter. What? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. they're so good. I know. I know. I've only read them once. Like, I know people who've read them like multiple times through and through. Oh, I do too. Um, I've only done it once. They're I know quick I read. should. I know I should. I love to read too. Yeah, I mean, well, do you read a lot of fiction or is it more. Uh, yeah. Okay. But here's the thing I'm not a big like fantasy person, one. And two, something I've realized is. 
I have this obnoxious tendency to purposely not do something if I feel like it has a big, like people love it. <laughs> it's just like, I, like, it's so douchey. I hate being that person. But like, this is why I've still never seen Titanic. I haven't seen Titanic. Oh my God. Yeah. What? No yeah, way. Never. So it's that kind of a thing where I'm like, no, everyone loves this. I'm not going to do it. Okay. I was allowed to see Titanic because of the sex scene. Oh, I didn't even know there was a sex scene. It's not really a sex scene. Like, I've heard descriptions from other people, and I'm like, that's it? Count me out. But I did (laughs) see Terminator that has, like, full frontal, like, (laughs) upper lady nudity. (laughs) Um, Yeah, love Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Oh, my God. The first Terminator, like... If Kyle Reese could be real, that's my <laughs> ideal boyfriend. Like, I am obsessed with the first Terminator. I love it. You should talk to Chris. Really? Oh, my God. He loves Arnold. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Well, where were we? Um, she was surprised that she thought Slenderman was real. Oh, yeah. Didn't see how she could think it was real. Right. Now we're going to move on a little bit to Anissa and yeah, more yeah, yeah. about her. Um, so her dad, Bill Wire. That was so sad to watch this man. He is grieving the loss of his daughter being in jail. I mean, it's really hard. You can tell he like, he's like, he says, I don't know what I could have done more. I mean, we have an open door rule in the house. Like I supervised so much. I always asked who she was hanging out with. I always made sure I knew what she was up to. Well, like, sometimes I don't know what there's more nothing you can do. I mean, I know. Like, I, I feel bad being like, eh, sometimes it just happens that way. But right. sometimes it just happens it that does. way. I just felt really, really sad watching him because you can tell he beats himself up a lot. Oh, and that's so rough. He, he, he really tried. Yeah. Um, so it's it, it was sad to watch. Um, apparently, him and her mother were going through a divorce, and it was hard on Anissa. And so I think that they blame themselves a little bit for that. Oh, um, like they caused some sort of like right. psycho like right. break right. kind of yeah. Um so that's always really a bummer. Um when parents kind of think that they were the cause when I it doesn't necessarily mean that they were. I mean my parents got divorced. I didn't stab anyone in the woods. My parents are still together. I didn't stab anybody in the woods. <laughs> so really there's no proof. No. Whether they stay married inconclusive. Inconclusive. <laughs> Um, so her room, he kept her room the same. Oh. Because he's like, I just cleaned it and like, she'll come home and it will be how she left it. And it's just like, oh, oh so is she coming home? I don't think so. Oh, no. Well, yeah, she will eventually. Oh, that's true because she's why. a minor. That has nothing to do with it. <gasps> they Were they tried as adults? Mm-hmm. <gasps> so, Whoa. yeah. Um, American justice system out for blood. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty intense. Um, I mean, they did drag her to the woods and stab her 19 times. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, they were charged with attempted first degree murder and tried as adults. That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It's very accurate. Um, did they both try to plead not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect? Yes. So, okay. As of, that is in my notes, as of September 15th, 10 of 12 jurors decided Anissa was mentally ill when she stabbed her classmate. Um, okay. She did reach a plea agreement before trial that she would spend at least three years in a mental hospital before seeking release. 
Okay. Okay. An investigation, further investigation is due October 2nd. Morgan Geyser is set to go to trial October 9th. Okay, so she hasn't gone to trial yet. Mm-hmm. Only Anissa's going to trial. Only Anissa. Kind of jumping ahead how that trial well, is and, going. Yeah, well, and they're they're being tried separately, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, but again, in the interviews, it was very interesting. Morgan asks, I guess they called Peyton Bella. That was her nickname. Weird. Okay. She does ask in her interview what happened to Bella. Um, And they're like, oh, do you know which one that is? And she was like, yeah, she was the one who was stabbed. Um, But she doesn't associate that she was there as a part of it? Yeah, it was a very strange moment. Oh, weird. Like She acknowledges that she was there, but like. Again, doesn't seem too attached to the whole situation. Okay. Um, Disassociative. Basically. Yes. One thing that it's is also disassociative, but made me laugh a little bit, which is totally wrong. <laughs> is, this whole podcast is a little wrong. It's a little wrong. Won't but, be the first time. And Nissa asked how far she walked because after after the whole stabbing occurred, and she said. Because I'm not very athletic and I wanted to know. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, girl, get in those steps. Get in your 10,000 steps. Wear that Fitbit. <laughs> I didn't have my Fitbit on the day that I stabbed right. my friend. I just want to know how many steps does a stab I was like, count as? I was like, that would be me if I attempted murder. I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> By any chance, do you know if I got in my 10,000 steps? Uh, did I get <laughs> blood on my new Lorna Jane pants? <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, oh, that's... See, that to me, that's... There's something wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that—that that is a, a complete disconnection from the level of empathy that you should have about a, a person. A thousand percent. And in a misdirection of where you should be concentrating your... Placing your attention. ...concern and attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, at, at... Yes. Yeah, I mean, it almost seems like... Um, I, uh, I don't want to say autism because I know that's not correct. And I would never want to imply that right. that autistic people just randomly stab people in the woods. That's not what and I'm implying. And only implied. care about their steps. And only care about their steps. <laughs> and counting. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But more in the sense that in the same way that someone with a form of autism might see a different part of the picture than the rest of us see. Yes. I think that is part of it. Because it's one of those things where it's just like the thing with Bambi, where it's like, it's not wrong that you would run for safety. There's a hunter. Of course you would. Right. But to miss the part of the picture that everyone else sees. The bigger part. So there is something not right. It's kind of like, I always think it's interesting how when something happens in any given situation throughout the day, your brain has 10,000 thoughts in one second about whatever it is you're dealing with don't always say all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and generally they're ranked by importance. You you can place yeah. your ranking system on, on right. level of importance. And usually, though it's subjective, it's pretty universal what would be considered the bigger deal right. in various situations. Well, here's what made me think of that is, um, so I know a comedian who has Asperger's, very, very funny, Keith Reza, feel free to look him up. Um, and he has a joke about when other kids were making paper airplanes, he was making paper airports. <laughs> and it's again, that case of like, not unnecessary right. and not wrong, <laughs> but 
not where everyone else puts their focus. <laughs> yeah, right. But then at the same time, you're thinking about it, and you're like, well, where are those where are planes going to land? Gonna land? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. So, But that's kind of what it reminds me of, where it's like, oh, she got stabbed. Ooh. But, like, how many steps was that, though? I walked a lot after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, but that same idea of, like, if we're all looking at a painting, they're noticing something off to the side and in the distance that we have not gotten to yet. And in some cases, that can be very beneficial. Oh, 100%. Like, I would say most of the time. Yeah. Like, that's an incredibly beneficial skill. Right. But not in a murder case. Not when no, you've no. murdered someone. Attempted yeah, to murder someone. Not when you have killed somebody and you're wondering about your steps. Your steps. Right. <laughs> um, but she does start crying. Okay. A lot. Okay. Megan, not so much. You mean Morgan? Morgan. Damn it. <laughs> Motherfucker, guys! I, you probably heard me call her Megan a couple times. We're trying to fix that. I don't know what it is about this name. <laughs> like Morgan's not a real name. She meant Megan. I don't. I don't know why I'm doing that, and I'm so sorry. It's all good. Um, but Anissa was the one. <laughs> I wrote Megan in this part right here. It says Megan <laughs> Morgan. Anissa told it's it alternates throughout the whole freaking all of my notes. <laughs> Anissa told Morgan about Slenderman. Morgan says. When, when Anissa told her about that, she goes, oh, my gosh, I saw him when I was five. Oh. So, again, like, however Anissa described him, it's kind of vague and up to interpretation. So she probably did have okay. see something. Yeah. Well, and, and that's like we, we talked about the ability for people to place their own beliefs and feelings on to Slenderman and how that is integral to this case. Right. That doesn't surprise me at all. So now you've got a girl who has had a fever dream, a hallucination, mm-hmm. a a waking nightmare, a sleep paralysis, any number of things as a child, and is now associating a real-life description with what she has seen that is not necessarily real. Right. Um, Anissa was the one who told her about proxies, who are basically servants to Slenderman. Gotcha. Morgan was the one that said, we should be proxies. We should kill Bella. Oh. So, so one thing that's important to note is that Anissa was supposed to stab Peyton, a.k.a. Bella. Um, when it came time to do it, she couldn't. She was unable to. So she chickened out. She chickened out. So Morgan grabs the knife and stabbed her 19 times. Wow. And right. Morgan's the one that has not been tried yet. Correct. Okay. So that will be interesting to see. But they are both charged with the same, with the same thing. Okay. Um, But like I was saying a little bit ago, Anissa did plead guilty to attempted second degree homicide as a party to a crime with use of a deadly weapon. So even though she didn't stab, she pled guilty because she was there egging her on. So she was involved. Right. She was a party to a crime. Right. And she, so it was initially going to be first degree yeah. murder, and then it was dropped. So that's what she pled guilty to. Gotcha. Um, and so, again, it's interesting that Morgan seems a little more disconnected. Right. From, well, and you did say that Anissa has, was found essentially not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. Correct. I suspect we'll see the same. I think so. Yeah, because she seems to display even more signs. Yeah, she does. Um, Anissa was, she very much believed that they would die if they didn't kill Peyton. Right. Um, She very much believed in Slender Man. 
everything that was going on, she did think was real, but there's something about Morgan that's just a little bit weirder. Yeah, a little darker. Okay. Something that's just slightly off. But um, Anissa did say, I was surprised, but kind of excited. (laughs) Right. Had been stabbed. So, I mean, she, and she was egging her on. So. Yeah. It's bizarre. You know, and then at one point in the documentary, Anissa calls her dad and he has some of her, he has one of the former inmates there that was um, in jail with Anissa and Morgan. And then uh, one of Anissa's childhood friends and they're all talking to her on speakerphone. And Anissa is so hyper and manic when she's talking to them and so excited to be talking to them. It's strange because it's like, I can't tell if, if it's truly mania okay or i mean i don't know how i would be if i was in jail and then one of my my mom called me and my friends were there i'd probably be super excited too especially at like 14 yeah she is now so it's hard to know you know exactly what's going on there but it is interesting to kind of see these different sides of her yeah Um, because she was it's like part of her is just an excited little girl right right. another part is like someone who murdered a person is trying to or tried to kill kill someone That is kind of what's going on with that case. Peyton is totally healthy. She's fine. She's made a full recovery. Thank God. Yeah. Um, By all accounts, she's a happy, normal 14-year-old girl. That's good. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she's so lucky that it wasn't worse. A bicyclist found her. Oh, um, okay. And she made a full recovery. So, But it's a very interesting documentary. I do recommend watching it. Yeah, definitely. Um. On that HBO Go tip. Yeah, on that H... Exactly. I bought, um, or I signed up for HBO so I can watch this <laughs> documentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, HBO. Like, the the app through my... Oh, I was going to say, just text me. Video. I have HBO. Oh, well, now I do, too. Yeah. Well, I have, go. like, a seven-day free trial. Oh, okay. So. Um, one thing that's interesting about Slenderman um, is that some people say he can be viewed as more of a guardian angel. Okay. Which is interesting. Um, Grim Reaper with a heart is how some people refer to him. He shows up to rescue children, not snatch them away. Interesting. Um, His story can be really powerful to kids who um, are bullied or feel like they're victims in their school or of their home. And so he... It's a he's a very compelling character to vulnerable children. Yeah, yeah. And clearly. there's a lot of videos showing Slenderman being bullied as a child. Oh, so they can okay. relate to him and identify with him. Gotcha. Um, and important to note that both Anissa and Morgan were both bullied. especially Anissa were very bullied Ooh. kids with low self-esteem. Ooh. And so a character like this is very compelling. Some of the bullying led Anissa mostly to spend a lot of time in her room and start to cruise the internet and see what she could find on there to make her feel a little bit less alone, to find a community she could identify with. Right. Um, She did watch a lot of really odd videos. Okay. Um, Things like she got into, you know, dead baby jokes, which always weirded me out. I never thought those were funny. Yeah. Um. 
She did watch two videos. Are you a sociopath and are you a psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so if you have to wonder, it's generally not a good thing. I mean, no, I mean there are varying levels of both. Um, yeah. But the fact that she was questioning means maybe there was reasons to suggest to su- that she may have been. One or, one or the other. Um, I would say probably more sociopath than psychopath necessarily. I don't know enough to make an educated... Yeah, well, I would say. The lack of empathy is... Definitely kind of, lack of empathy. Right. But concern for her family. Maybe not then. That's what throws me. Neither of us have psych degrees. Nope. So not even close. If you if you do have one, weigh in or don't. Or know, don't. Whatever. <laughs> um... Oh, and then she watched this really weird video of this cat hunting a live mouse in, like, the owner's bathtub. And oh. she just left really strange comments on all of those things. <laughs> mouse gladiator society? Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Oh. It's actually really sad. One of her teachers, um, he was showing how in his yearbook she wrote that um, he was, like, a second dad to her. Uh-huh. And he started to tear up and he was like, maybe I could have done something else. So he kind of had that same feeling like her dad did of just like, what didn't I see? Right. Um, And maybe there was nothing the naked eye could have seen. Yeah, maybe not. You'd be amazed how much people just keep inside their heads sometimes. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, bury the headline here. So one of the creepiest things in... Anissa's interview uh-huh. was um, she was talking about when it came time to kill Bella. Right. And she asked her if she could please go to sleep because she doesn't like screaming. She's like, that's the one thing I can't handle is the screaming. Oh, I'm my like, God. Oh, that's the one thing about oh killing you can't handle. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, obviously, Peyton was like, no. And that Anissa started slamming her head against the wall, and that was why she couldn't do it. It's like oh. she can't handle screaming. See, here's oh man. I, well, and I'm like, is it worse if she likes the screaming, or worse if she's like, I'm gonna do this, but if you could just be quiet, right? Because again, lack of empathy. Yeah. Because like, of course she's gonna scream. She's being fucking stabbed. Yeah. Exactly. So oh, that's jeez. And I mean, even if she was asleep, it's not like she wouldn't wake up to that and be like, "What the fuck <laughs> yeah. are you doing?" Yeah, there's like, a bit of a flaw in her plan. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Sleep is not that strong. I wake up if my cat decides to paw at my eye. Like I'm gonna yeah. notice if I get stabbed. I would notice for sure. Yeah. Um. But so then both the girls are just kind of freaking out. Like I don't want to do it. You do it. No, I don't want to do it. You do it. Yeah. Just a big old mess. Like girls do. Like girls do. Um, Anissa did hug Morgan to calm her down. I was like, but you need to do it. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. I should not be laughing. No, I know. I keep like attributing. That's such a girl thing to do. Oh my God, I know. Like when I was a young girl, that's of course you'd be like, I don't want to get my ears pierced. Is it going to hurt? I don't know. And then like, you know, you do it first. Uh, I'll give you a hug, you know, whatever. But to do that and be like, okay, now you stab her. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no. That is. Yeah. Morgan yes. whispered in Peyton's ear, I'm so sorry, and then started stabbing her. Oh, no. Oh, Once oh. Anissa said, no. Oh. And she started stabbing her. So, I mean, Anissa egged her on. Oh, yeah, yeah, A doctor on the stand did say that he did not see characteristics of a psychopath or sociopath for Anissa. But. Oh. 
I find that to be incorrect <laughs> in all my years like, of schooling. You know what? <laughs> I'm no professional, <laughs> but I'm not going to say that that girl is completely above board. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I don't want to hang out with her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, probably not. I mean, I I know a sociopath personally, like where yeah, she was sh- in an accident that destroyed the impulse oh, control part of her brain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's interesting. You, you kind of have to pick your spots, <laughs> <laughs> pick your battles. Maybe don't argue too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those things sometimes where like, I'll hear stories about stuff that I wasn't at and be like, it's a good thing I stayed home that time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, and then someone brought out the drugs and like, why not? And you're like, Oh, so many reasons. So many reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Anissa did say the good part of me wanted her to live, but the bad part of me wanted her to die. Also very troubling. Um, Both girls lied to her, lied to Peyton, told her that they were going to get her help. (laughs) We're not going to stab you. Well, they stabbed her and then told her they were going to go get her help. But really they were on their little march to To Slenderman Mansion, (laughs) which isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You guys know about when their trials are, and that's pretty much it for them. Now, there are other cases where right, Slender right. Man presents himself in okay. crime. Hamilton County, Ohio. This was one week after the Waukesha stabbing. A 13-year-old girl stabbed her mom. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Why haven't we heard about that one? Yeah, there's... Oh, trust me. Oh, jeez. These guys go ham. Slender Man. Oh, shit. Yeah. So this mom came home. Her daughter was in the kitchen wearing a white mask, which is so creepy by itself. Like a face mask or just like a Halloween mask? Not like a spa treatment. Oh, oh. Like a mask mask. What? Okay. All white, like, mask. Oh, no. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And she stabbed her mother. Um, She, the mom suffered minor injuries. She's fine now. Okay. Um, but her daughter was held at Hamilton County Juvenile Detention Center. Um, she also has mental issues. They didn't say what in any of the articles that I found. Um, but her mother did say she'd found some very dark messages and dark things written featuring Slender Man. Um, she'd also created a world for Slender Man in the game Minecraft. So Ooh, shit. she was very big into Slender Man. This was one week after the stabbing, um, right. walk, and, which has been a very big high profile case. Yeah. So now we move over to Port Ritchie, Florida. Um, this one's also just terrible. And it's amazing that nobody died. Um, a 14 year old girl set her house on fire while her mother and brother slept inside. Whoa. Yeah. What? Yes. Uh, the mom, Got um, the little boy out of the house and then ran back inside looking for her daughter, not knowing, obviously, that her daughter set the fire. Right. Um, but she didn't find her. Um, that's because the daughter was in a park nearby. Oh she lit the fire and left. Oh, my God. Yeah. While they were looking for her, she started texting her mom. Mom, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I did it. Did any of you get hurt? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, she was hanging out in a park bathroom. She had been reading Slenderman Creepypasta a bunch, as well as um, the Atsushi Okubo um, story, Soul Eater. 
okay. which I'm not super familiar with, but every forum that I read was like, that's stupid. Soul Eater wouldn't make you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I yeah. guess I'll just have to take their word for that. Right. Um, <laughs> but she said that the stories upset her on um, the stories about Slenderman and the stories about Soul Eater. Um, they upset her about past experiences of bullying okay. as well as her mom disciplining her. So listen to the, why this little bitch torched this house. This pisses me off. I mean, there's no reason you should torch your house anyway. Right, but right. this is just such a brat thing to do. Except for insurance money. But okay. Well, you know. <laughs> um, her mom had disciplined her for not doing her chores before she went to bed. Okay. She got pissed. She torched the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I mean... But, Mommy, how will I wash dishes if there are none? (laughs) I sent this article to my mom because when I was a child, not a child, when I was old enough to know better, and I would make myself eggs in the morning, Uh I would always leave my pan on the stove Uh and and then, like, my dishes everywhere and then go to school. And my mom got pissed because I never did the dishes. So she started... Anytime I didn't wash my pan, she'd put it in my bed. Oh, no. <laughs> like, when I'd go to bed oh, and, like, gross. lift the covers, there's the dirty oh. can. <laughs> I did it to her, like, a year ago. <laughs> by the way, when I was, like, visiting. <laughs> and I stayed at her house, and she left a pan. I put it in her bed. Oh. Being an asshole. But I was like, look at how much worse I could have been, Mom. <laughs> Oh, You're like, yeah. I didn't torch that. <laughs> no, but seriously, this little bitch. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, wasn't disciplined enough. If that's how <laughs> she's going to behave. People need to be putting more pans in her bed. Yeah, more pans. And then maybe she wouldn't have torched the house. Uh, she'd taken rum and mixed it with bleach and set her garage on fire. Oh, my that's, God. Yeah. I mean, like, get her a chemistry degree because that's yeah, pretty I smart. Mean, <laughs> I wouldn't even. Yeah. Yeah, she certainly did better than the Rajneeshis. <laughs> I mean, like, when I was her age, I'd be like, inflammable means flammable? Yeah. Like, I just... Oh, I know. I would be completely lost. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, her mom found a journal where she talked a lot about wanting to kill people. Great. Fun. And <laughs> after, you know, her discipline episodes, she put, if this keeps up, there will be no one safe in this house. Oh my god. So, like, so she's a killer. So she's a killer. Um, She was charged with arson and two counts of attempted murder. Well, yeah, she should be. <laughs> um, and then the last... And one count of undone dishes. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I wonder if she keeps her jail cell tidy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, because at that point you're just like, fuck it, mom's yeah, not here. No. Yeah. No moms, no rules. You can't torch the prison. Right. Um, this one, this last one really is sad. Um, I mean, they're all huge bummers. Right. But this yeah. really, I don't know, this Ooh. one rubs me wrong. It's um, at the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. So there was this huge influx of people committing suicide uh, people between ages 12 and 24 between December and March in 2015 there were 103 attempts that had been made between people in that age group wow yeah 
Um, this particular reservation struggles with high rates of poverty, unemployment, domestic abuse, sexual abuse, and alcoholism. So it's a really tough place to live, and it's a tough place to be a kid. That's also a problem in, in most reservations. I know. it's See, this is what happens when we just, you know, commit genocide. Take and shit that's not ours and kill people. Fucking hell. Yeah. This, this is also really a bummer. The reservation itself only has six mental health professionals right. for all... Now, they don't know. There's anywhere between 16,000 and 40,000 people on the Shit. reservation. Different different uh, reports say different totals. Right, but there's anywhere right. between 16,000 and 40,000. And even if there were 10,000, six, six mental is health professionals people. is not enough. Yeah. The Ogallala Sioux Tribe President, John Yellow Bird Steele, declared an emergency on the reservation. Um. One girl actually spoke about her friend who had committed suicide saying she had been bullied at school and was struggling with depression. And um, they knew for sure that at least one of the cases of suicide in that school um, was influenced by Slenderman. Dang. Yeah. Um, a minister who works with the kids on the reservation, his name is Chris Carney, said they call him the tall man spirit. And there's actually... Um, that is a, there's a suicidal spirit, uh, a spirit that um, promotes suicide that is very similar in oh, their culture okay. to Slenderman. So it does kind of, Slenderman speaks to them. Interesting. In that way. Um, John Yellowbird Steele said that many of the students were sharing Slenderman inspired videos that gave instructions on how to commit suicide and Jeez. how to tie a hangman's noose. Oh my God. Um. There was one video in particular where they told the children to go to a specific place um, that was just outside of the village. And there were already ropes hanging on the trees for them oh for when they God. got there. So it was like all set up. And the video told them to go use the ropes. Oh, jeez. Thank God for a pastor named John Tuples who found out about the group's suicide plan. And he went there um, and was able to get there before anyone was able to commit suicide. I think I know, but he did find a row of trees with ropes hanging on them. Oh my God. Yeah. So he was able to talk to them and pray with them and talk them out of it for, you know, at least the time being, hopefully it stays that way. Um, mostly it came down to them being unhappy with their quality of life. Right. They were sick of the poverty and alcoholism and abuse and right. Um, one mental health professional said that sometimes suicide is contagious among yes, yeah. people, especially in that age group. Um, and when they're living in conditions like that, because neglected kids often see the attention that the kids who have committed suicide get from yes. committing suicide. And then they crave that attention and then they do the same. They do the same. So that I just thought was so awful. That sounds like such dire circumstances. I yeah, just, it's terrible. Really, really brutal. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because, like I said, the videos, people create what they want out of Slenderman. So sometimes Slenderman is telling you to go commit acts of violence. Right, right. Sometimes he's telling you to kill yourself. Right. And sometimes not. Um, sometimes he's not supposed to be evil or right. anything like that. But for the most part. That is how people yeah. draw him out to be right? Um, when they're able to create their own creepypastas. Crazy. So that is Slenderman. Dang. It's pretty sad. 
That's really sad. I know. I told you it gets really dark. I mean, it's dark yeah. the whole time, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's especially dark towards the end. Yeah. So don't believe that Slender Man is real. <laughs> don't believe that he's telling you to kill right. people or if yourself. You, if you think Slender Man wants you to kill yourself, call the suicide hotline. Call the suicide hotline. Tell your counselor at school. Um, tell your parents. Tell your parents. Right. Talk to your parents. They love you. If, if anything, watching that video and seeing how the parents of both Morgan and Anissa, they love those girls. They miss those girls. They want them home. Oh. I mean, those girls did something terrible. Right. And their parents still love them. Yes. So if you're thinking of doing something terrible, tell your parents. They'll still love you and get you the help that you need. Right. Unless you have shitty parents. In Unless, which case. yeah, then maybe talk to an, an older adult that you trust. Yes. I say this like there's nine-year-olds listening to this podcast. I hope I mean, there is who not, fucking knows? You never know. I mean, there's no one stopping them. That's true. They got shitty parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, and as always... Don't drink the Kool-Aid.